It's February 15th, 2024, and on today's episode of Comic Talk, we'll be talking about all the comics that came out this week, like Batman and Robin 6 and Sinister Sons 1 from DC Comics, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver 1 and Fall of the House of X 2 from Marvel Comics, and a whole bunch more. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, with today's guest, Aaron Rhodes, aka King Krakoa. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, because here's your weekly comic book recap. And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's new comic book releases. Uh, We are here on Thursday, February 15th, 2024, to talk about everything that came out this week. New DC, new Marvel, new indie. Uh, DCs come out on Tuesdays. Marvel and indie comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on this Thursday to talk about it. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And if you're watching us live, twitch.tv slash show or youtube.com slash show, or, you know, maybe you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from, like, comment, subscribe, and, you know, show your support, um, um, and let us know you're out there. Uh, I am here with uh, a, a double, I, what's it called? What, what's it called when you're here two weeks in a row? Right, this, right, this is a two-peat, I think. I, yeah, oh, a two-peat, you know? Um, we got King Krakoa himself, Aaron Rhodes. Aaron, welcome back, man. Hey, nice to be back as always. How's it going? It's going good. Um, a lot of good comics came out this week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about am it. Am I surprised? <laughs> right, like, you, right. You sound a little bit surprised. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, no, nah, I don't know. This is just a this is, this is pretty good, pretty good week. Um <laughs> we both read a lot. Yeah. We we got we got a few under our belt this week. Yeah. And, um and I got a few under the wire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we we this is this is just the problem with doing a show like this. Like like some people either get their comics like pre-released to them. Right. So like they get to read them the weekend before. Mm-hmm. And then some people who don't do that, then they they do their show the week the weekend after. After, so it's either right. you know, but we we're here on a shoestring Rocking budget. In the trenches. <laughs> we are. We're like, okay, we're gonna read everything Tuesday, Wednesday, do a show Thursday, and oh. it's crazy. The turnover time, I mean we, Wild. we don't we don't have enough listeners or or viewers to be to be nominating us, but like we should be nominated for a webby just for the sake of like the, the work we're doing here. What I would say, my guy here has been working. All right, like what is going on? Like the 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 turnaround time for the comics is crazy. It's it. I mean, but then I have my you know awesome guests like you who are also you're you're bought you're buying in. You know, it's not just me behind the scenes. Uh, It's it's you willing to read the comics and like jump on this show. You know. Oh yeah, man. Of course, I'm invested. (laughs) It's tiring, isn't it? Is tiring. It it can be, but you know what. Once we start getting into talking about comics, that's a that, that's when I can that's when I'm like, okay, I, I it all makes sense. It all came it came together because I can literally sit here and talk about comics all day, and um, yeah, I can do a TED talk, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I had to think. I was like, could I do a show by myself? And I'm like, yeah, it just wouldn't be interesting. Like, I don't think the I don't problem. Know. I don't think the problem is that oh, Dimitri can't talk for an hour plus about comics alone. No, it's not about that. 
It's about the quality. It's not the quantity. Yeah. So I'm glad uh, that I got you. Um, Aaron, what did you read this week? Okay, so this week I read um the how the fall of the House of X number two. I read Wolverine number forty three, I believe. Okay. Um, Scarlet Witch and the Quicksilver number one. Mm-hmm. Red Hood and Red Hood number one and Red Hood the Hill um number yeah. one. And who's the other ones? Um um um. Sinister um, Sons. That's it, Sinister Sons. Yes, and a, a little bit of uh, Batman and Robin number six. Oh, okay. Uh, for those of you who are watching the show live, uh, some of the images were prepped wrong. So you know, when we get to talking about them, we'll be hopefully having the correct images uh, as we talk. But um, all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. What? What? Uh, let's see. What did I read? Um, I read Quicksilver or uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver number one, Wolverine forty three, Superior Spider Man four, uh, half of Batman one forty three, and I'm sorry. Um, then we got Amazing Spider Man forty three, Action Comics ten sixty two. I also read Sinister Sons number one, Miles Morales Spider Man sixteen, uh, Blade eight, Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Number three, did I mention ha- Fall of the House of X? Number two. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Um, yeah. And then, is that, is that, that might be it. I think that's okay. it. Okay. I, I, look. Yeah. Turnaround time is crazy. What? That, that's a, that's a stack, guys. Like, put some respect <laughs> on my guy's name. What What's going People, on? <laughs> Well, I hope no one's actively disrespecting. <laughs> right, I hope that's say. not the case, you know. But uh, you know, I'm 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 doing my best. Uh, you're doing your best, and we're trying to oh, yeah. put together a a show on a shoot. Sho- when I say shoestring budget, I mean the shoestrings have been donated. You know, like, <laughs> like we don't have enough to afford sh- like shoot like shoestrings itself. So the, top, the chips are coming off, but we're holding it together. Look, oh. and, and look, you know, we got it's, man, it's, it's just ball. chewing gum and popsicle sticks up in here, but we're doing our best. <laughs> um, so out of out of all uh, all the books that you read this week, Aaron, what was your pick of the week? Okay, so usually y'all know I come here, and it's usually always ends up being an X book. But um, I'm going to switch it up. It's going to be The Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver this week. I thoroughly enjoyed that um, as I was reading it today at lunch. And I, w- I was just like, this is what I want. Like, I, it, it was thoroughly enjoyable. Um, the dynamics between them, everything. And a good I, little continuation. I like this Quicksilver. one. I read this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was it was a real nice moment for them. Like, just like having a dynamic, uh, like a moment with just them and giving quicksilver some shine guys like put, put quicksilver in things guys he, he's he's taking a fall from grace <laughs> quicksilver has definitely been disrespected and yeah. it's funny because i used to disrespect him but mostly because i i used to dis, disrespect also, all the all the avengers back in the day like yeah the guy the guy switched teams from like x comics to avengers comics like i don't like Quick, quicksilver when he's or i didn't like quicksilver when he was on the avengers like I did like mm-hmm. it when he would like guest star in X Men stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was there for. Um, right, 
I was also guilty of talking mad yeah. shit about um, Quicksilver. I I didn't give him. I he was always just like this ancillary character, but it wasn't until like the retcon got taken out the retcon of him being not being Magneto's father. Um cha- um son is like um like it kind of just like ruined him. He dropped as a character and like yeah. He had no, because the only thing, the real thing that Quicksilver had for him was the fact that he's, he's like, he fights for mutant rights. Like he, you know, stands on mutant stuff. Yeah. But like, when you don't have that, where, where do you put him? Well, I mean, Quicksilver's gone through a lot of growth, right? Like, yeah, very both much so. good and bad. Like, like mm-hmm. they're constantly changing up Quicksilver for the sake of making him interesting, which right. sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But like you mentioned, so. that he he stands up for for mutant rights. He only used to until he became comfortable, and then like he became comfortable in like the Avengers, and then suddenly yeah. he's better than any mutant. Like he thinks of himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, and I think I think that also had in part to do with who his father was. I feel like he felt like he was better because his father is Magneto, like <laughs> kind of one of the kings of mutants. So I right. I can see the he's always had that superiority thing and you can always tell like he always thinks like he's like a step removed from being the prince of all mutants. But he also thinks he's like like he doesn't want to trouble himself with mutant stuff. Like back in the day like like cuz when he's on the Avengers, like you're on the event you have the cushiest gig. Uh, I hate to draw these comparisons, but back in the day, like back when Avengers weren't as cool, you know, back right. in the day, um, Avengers were really like the whatever team. And yeah. like anytime there's a mutant on the Avengers, they're not really like dealing with like mutant rights. Like Beast, yes, Beast on the Avengers is just there to have fun. Like <laughs> he's he, just a but it's just a buddy cop movie with him and Wonder Man. Yeah. And I, I feel like back when a mutant's on the Avengers, back in the day at least, it was a lot of like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Yes. You know oh my God. About? Yes. That's exactly it. Oh my God. It, what, until you just said that, I'm like, oh my God, that's exactly what that is. It, yeah. um, it gives that very much energy. Um, yeah. Cause like, you don't like, it's kind of when th- once they get on there, it's like they kind of mute the mutantdom of it all and then just kind of go straight into oh yeah. yeah we're fighting for everybody not just one one person it kind of gives an all lives matter vibe and um we don't it like is. that it, it, um, it is and, yeah yeah you're right yeah and i want like i want more of it like that's why i do like the uncanny event the uncanny avenger series um like even from the one before like they we get into like oh this is the problem with it especially with the big problem of of the the whole big problem, especially with the Avengers in a world where mutants exist, you're doing all these things for people, but you're not helping the people who the marginalized group who needs it the most. And like you kind of leave it to the X Men to deal with it. And this is the opportunity that you guys could have to put the X Men um to put the Avengers in a in a moment where you can like show a solidarity thing, but you guys drop on it every time, and you kind of like because even with like not even just Beast um Firestar um justice like oh, like yeah. other mutants like people do not even a, a lot of people do not realize justice is a mutant like you know yeah. if they even know who justice is let's that's be the thing <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah like super convoluted but like firestar is interesting because especially because she plays a big part in 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 x-men comics right. right now is that like 
she was created for, they wanted human torch for the spider-man and his amazing friends but then right. they like didn't want like people to light themselves on fire i think <laughs> that's what like they said so then they're like let's create a new character that has fire powers but doesn't have to do that i don't know but they probably also did it because they wanted a girl on the thing so great yeah and then firestar <laughs> for the cartoon then they bring her into the comics but they she's a mutant but then they bring her almost no, they. I think they introduce her in Hellions, right? I think she's a Hellions yeah. character. Yeah, she was a Hellions character originally. And then they port her over to Avengers, and then she's she's mm -hmm. sitting pretty as an Avenger for like most of her time. Uh, New right. Warriors. I think she was in the New Warriors. Yeah, for she was in New Warrior. Yeah, she was know? an OG uh, New Warrior. Um, but the point being is that like she didn't really visit the X Men right. ever until all. you until, know the Hellfire. Um, she was on um she did have an estate as a teacher at and was an X-Men in um Amazing X-Men, I think. Um oh. when like Kurt came back to life and That's whatever. Right. She yeah, she was a teacher when um Wolverine was um the, the headmaster and whatnot. Yeah. It was it was a cute little moment for her, but like they didn't they don't even then like she doesn't embrace it. Like she doesn't like I'm mutant in my pride. Like until this new stuff, like we the that moment on X-Men when she says I'm mutant pr mutant and proud. That's a moment for her, like yeah. you know, because we don't get, we don't ever get that. in I feel like she's the only one who doesn't, that one of the mutants who become an adventure who has a excuse to be like, oh, I don't like mutants because of what she went through with the Hellions and with Emma Frost, of course, yeah. with uh, Butterum. <laughs> her horse, right? What happened yeah. with her horse? Emma she, kills her horse or something? Yeah. So Emma tries to convince her to join the Hellions. Um. So she she tricks her and she burns the horse and says that she convinced her to, that it was her powers going awry oh. that burns that kills the horse. So she ends up joining Emma because she wants to get control of her powers. And then, of course, later we find out, yeah, um, Emma's a horse murderer, but it's okay. Yeah, we still love her. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I only recently love Emma. So yeah. have I, I've, I, I've I told you it. this, right? Have I told you this? Yeah, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't like Emma through Grant Morrison's run. I only mm. started liking Emma around like, I slowly got better with Emma through like Utopia and yeah. like the San Francisco, like, mm -hmm. like when they moved and like slowly, but surely, like I was really like, like uh, yeah, she was growing uh, on me, but still she not sneaks up on you. Yeah. But not in Grant Morrison's run, not in mm. not in Astonishing X-Men. But like after that, yeah. yeah. Like and then that. Hellfire, pretty much House of X, Powers of X onwards, oh, the yeah. Cohen age. Mm -hmm. That Emma kicks so much ass. Oh my gosh, right? Like she she was the she's the real head of Krakoa. Like let's be let's be completely one hundred. She's been running this like you know Charles and Xavier. Y'all like started the idea, but she held the, the whole thing on her back. And like that's what I I've always loved about her. Like I she gives me like you know the. I didn't like her because, like, like we said last time, I didn't like her because of the whole in our state of X because of the whole um, Jean Grey and her cheating on um, yeah. um, Scott. But yeah. as like time went on, like her story, she became such a complex character where I just started understanding. Like, you know, I was like, she's just a woman who fell in love with a guy who just, you know, who was already with somebody. You know, happens to the best of us. If I had a dime, babe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, it's a, yeah. It was a good moment. Like I, I did like um as she grew on. Like I don't know why it was the moments where she has those. She does the bad thing for the good reason. She does. She's the um the member on the team who does what needs to be done. Like in the like the Utopia era with the extinction team. Yeah, that team. Yeah, I loved it. 
Love. Her. I wanna. I I want to talk more about X Men, but I want to yeah. finish talking about Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch and oh, yeah, how let's get into it. basically Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch this series is essentially just the same creative team of the Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. series, and yep. it just it's a new title. And they, they like to do that because they're trying to sell graphic novels, I think. Right. Kind of what it is. And so then yeah. they retitle it, starting a brand new number one. Great. Cool. I'm just happy that the same creative team is part of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but Quicksilver's part of it. And they do a couple of things. They tease. They teased. And it was it I kind of pissed me off. I feel like I know what you're about to talk about. <laughs> kind of pissed me off. Because basically what happens in the issue is that like like Scarlet Witch gets a gets a letter from Magneto post his death, right? Um, a posthumous note where she doesn't she she like burns it up before Quicksilver can look at it, and she says, "I'm just like protecting you. I'm I'm not going to tell you what was on it." And her assistant, I forget who Darcy. Darcy oh, it is Darcy. That's mm-hmm. right. Darcy um says, "Oh, was it a letter saying that Magneto is your biological father?" And she's like, no. I, when I tell you, dude, I, when I tell you, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, this is it. This is the moment. I and, thought so too. Like, like, I was like, I was ready for it. I had, I had embraced it. I even like, when I tell you, I audibly was like, oh shit. And then she was like, no, that's not what I, I just, so I was pissed. like, why would you even, I'm why so would you even say that to me? Like, you know, and for some reason, I feel like I thought it was going to say, like, Pietro is his biological son, and I'd be fine with it. Like, I keep, like, that would be the perfect thing to do, especially, but with the way she's, like, worded that what that note was, I don't know, man. I... I need them just to. Sw- I don't care what reasoning they do. They just need to give them back their father. It yes. just none of it makes sense. It just none yes. of it makes sense. Like you need the House of M. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you need Polaris, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch to be his children. Quicksilver yeah. looks just like him. Like, Thank you. And that's I wild. Mean, yeah, and 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 not to mention not just Quicksilver, but also Scarlet Witch's son Speed. Looks just like Quicksilver, who looks just like Magneto, which is also a little weird, right? But like it is, like because they're like magic babies. (laughs) What'd you say? Because they're like magic babies, like you're not right. (laughs) But if okay, let's just take it. Let's break it down. If Speed is not Quicksilver's son, which he's not, because that'd be incest, um, then what you're alluding to, Speed looking that way, is because of Magneto. Thank you. Unless but, you're just saying Quicksilver's his dad, right? Which they're not obviously. But what well, I'm trying it, to say it is, it makes sense. They're saying the familial line is, yeah, is coming through with that silver hair, right? Exactly. And it's the like even in the eyes, like you see, like the chin of and everything you see, like Magneto in him, and it's like, and even like to be honest, let's be real, like even Scarlet Witch, she looks like Anya, like she looks like his first daughter, mm. Anya, and like. I'm like, there's no way, like, you can't just, you know, easily retcon, like. Come on, Pietro they just gotta change it. it back. Just change it. They're like, Thank you. And like, I would, I wouldn't be surprised in this series, they deal with that. Yeah, they do that. They do that. I, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't be surprised. This is the, this like, is the time. Just do it. 
Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, I did love the moment where like she um she even embraced like the full like um Magneto accepting me as his child, blood or not, because I do love like a moment where you like blood or not, you're still my child, you're still family. I do love that, but also. They're, too much of their story, too much of them invests in him being their father. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because, like, why'd you, wh- like, you you just basically grab them out of obscurity for nothing? Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird. Um, I apologize to anyone listening or watching that isn't interested in X-Men, mostly because uh, <laughs> your, your, your pick is an X-Men title. I consider mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver an X-Men title. Kind of, though. Yeah. You know? Like, Jason. Yeah, like, they're very, like, X-Men adjacent. Yeah. Like, but, um, but yeah, uh, I did like the moments, like, I did like the, the argument, like, they gave them the, the talk, like, they finally had, like, their big blowout, and... Yeah. I like, it seemed real. It seemed like a yes. real family argument. Yes, exactly. And that was cool, because it, what, it didn't seem like a soap opera argument, right. where it's like, how dare you keep a secret from me? But it wasn't about that, it was, it was like, it was more, right? It was yeah, like, like there was something more than, like even when Darcy said, like you're, it's more than just a broken box. Like it's something else that you're mad about, and it's kind of one of those things where, like, it's you always have that, you always have that one fan member who you like don't say anything, and then it bottles over, and then you're bringing up the old stuff of what happened, yeah. and like it, even in this like fight, they have this big argument, and they go into um, and she brings up um. She, because uh, for those who don't know, she burns the note um, that Magneto left, and um, Pietro doesn't get to see it. But she does it to protect him because she says, um, you know, Pietro, because Magneto killed Pietro before. He was like, but what was in that letter would be worse than that. So she doesn't, but she she refused to tell him what it is. And like, I, you get it because, like, it's like she said, I he he's done this. Uh, he's protecting me so many other times, and this one time I do this then he gets upset and like it was such a little brother and sister moment where like they have this big argument about this and like the moment i did i'm not gonna lie i did kind of agree with her in some points because i was like she the whole like when you manipulated me you you've done all this stuff to me and i've forgiven you time and time again which i was like facts you you're the cause of m day of house of m guys like (laughs) like you're the reason that the decimation really happened yeah Uh, and like the world doesn't give him enough blame for it but like I, I did love the moments like we just get that like I'm trying to protect you for your own good even though you know as someone always thinks they know what's best for you because they're your family but they don't and I, I yeah. did I, I like that we get that humanizing moment between them and we yeah. don't really get to see them argue that much right I I think this is the series they're gonna they're gonna talk like they're gonna make it so the Magneto's father I think it yeah. would be cool if the letter was that like like to 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 Wanda, like you're my blood, you're my daughter, and like the letter to to Quicksilver is, you're my blood, you're not my son. <laughs> yes, and that, that would, would be hurt amazing. Him more, would, right? That would hurt yes. him more. That would be amazing. Yes, because That's it's exactly like what I kind you of are my son, but, but you might, right. but you might as well, like, right? Happy, you know, you may have my blood, but you are not my. You are not of my family. And instead I, of I can, saying, I instead of saying, that. you're not my blood, but you are my daughter. Like, right. I don't know, you know? Yeah, um, I think that would be a good little moment. I feel like there's definitely some room there for them to do it. I, they need to fix it and fix it fast because there is a lot of X-Men stuff coming out, including X-Men 97 yes. and stuff. So, like, are you telling me in X-Men 97 they're going to not bring up that Bandito has children? Oh, my gosh, right? I don't know. Like, I if feel they, like if now's the time to fix this problem. 
that part. Uh, right, especially with so much going on with the X Men and with them, like and and with um Magneto coming back, like yeah. I that was one of my points of contention, honestly. That Mag that Wanda is the only child that gets a closure for him, like like Polaris is you know blood daughter doesn't even get a goodbye from him whereas you know they get a whole damn box yeah <laughs> and i'm like she is out here in these streets suffering yeah and we're just you know uh it's funny you bring up polaris it. because my pick of the week is follow the house of x number Ooh. two this is why i'm saying to people there are other books that we read that are not x-men titles right. but our two top books this week are x-men titles yeah. Follow the house of x number two um polaris is my girl like yeah. if i was in that universe like like i'd i want to be magneto's son-in-law <laughs> is she is she bae i i see it like, i can see that for you and i love yeah. it yeah <laughs> yeah i think i i don't i don't remember what what made me clue like clued me into polaris um i think it might have been house of m like yeah. when they're wearing their garbs like they're oh like yeah. royal garbs gorgeous and I was like, oh, Gorgeous. yeah. And then, like, all of them. you know, right. Hellfire Gala comes around and all that stuff years later. And so, so mm -hmm. Polaris is my, is my, I think I did like a love letter TikTok once <laughs> to, to Polaris. Well, because Storm is too good for me. I can't crush on Storm. Like, Storm, that's, that's, I feel it. Storm is she, perfect. Like, you know how, like, when someone's too, like, someone's yeah. 11 out of 10, it's, it's, it's not. It's attractive. It's not attractive, though. You know what I mean? She's it's just like, like she's too good for like ninety nine percent of the population. So I, I mean, <laughs> I would say she's too good for everyone except for uh, what's his name, Craig. Craig? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. You, we talked about this. We talked about this. so. Right. Follow the House of X number two is dealing with again, um, the X Men trying to finally defeat Orcus. Yeah, and it kind of closes up the Krakoan age. Um, they have a big plan. One team has to save Cyclops from ex public execution. Um, then there's also the Orcus base. Um, the mm -hmm. Bloom is what they call it, I think, in outer space, that yep. space station. There's a couple of different threads that are going on, which also tie in with Rise of the Powers of X. Um, mm -hmm. So there's a lot going on. A lot of these titles are like mixing in and out, in and out like yeah. with everything. And so what we do, like big things that happen in this issue is the X-Men are killing a lot. Oh my gosh, what? To the point where, like, it's almost unsavory. Like, I <laughs> like I am I am all for killing Nazis. Like, fine. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like in cold blood when they surrender is, that one is is and it almost I feel like that is a plot point in this. Like, I yeah. feel like I don't feel you like that's a it. mistake. Or that they're writing it too lightly. I think that right. they're going to... Nightcrawler teleports a guy into outer space and comes I, back. That was the exact moment I was thinking about. Nightcrawler, out of all people. Like, sure, Colossus, of the Wolverine. Like, they would kill people. Polaris, obviously. Polaris is right, going to go crazy. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, But, like, Nightcrawler, to me, killing people by teleporting in outer space. I feel like they're doing this for a reason. And I'm yeah. wondering, like, I can see it. What comes next? Yeah, like the the teleporting out of that was when I was like, oh, things are have taken a darker turn. Like literally, as I saw, I like I'm a, I'm an audible person when I read it, and I was just like, oh shit, like yeah. they don't, he doesn't, they don't care. But you can honestly tell, like, this is Kurt and all of them have been changed by this because all of them 
this is definitely and and by and if you realize this all three of them uh kurt colossus and um wolverine these are all three of the people who have been controlled by outside forces who have um who have kind of inadvertently been attached to orcas in some way or fashion even if against them and to become a puppet for them and now they've said they've had enough and like i can kind of see it as well especially for kurt because kurt has undergone a lot like kurt was controlled by orcas and he had like they made him like kill like um delegates and whatnot and like yeah. now and framed him for it like and even in colossus already colossus has been controlled since the literal beginning of krakoa yeah. and like he's he's over it. like you can tell like he's already like there's darkness in his heart that he needs to get he needs to get out and wolverine <laughs> beast like just yeah the the horrible things the beast did so like you can tell like it's a different moment for them and i you can yeah and it's like you said you can tell that it's not something that they're doing just like for overkill it's for a purpose like you can I, tell like i, I think there's gonna be a war. plot point that's gonna come up later where they're like when yeah. they bring that up I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff in this. I don't want to spoil everything, but like, I mean, that's kind of what this show is about. But Polaris bringing a celestial's head into the bloom and then letting the brood go loose. Wild. It's, it's amazing. It's also kind of sickening. Yeah. Because like people, like anyone out there who doesn't know what the brood is, it's essentially Marvel Comics version of the aliens from Alien. <laughs> where they, they they either kill you or they uh turn you lay eggs in you right yeah. and then yeah you become so they, one of them so so it's almost like a zombie alien sort of situation right but th these ones are just killing these guys yeah and like most of these guys deserve it and whatever but it's just i don't know it's it's it is unsavory i'm conflicted yeah it's yeah. It, it's one of those things i feel and i feel like yeah that's a, that's a part of it you're supposed to be conflicted like is this the right thing to do because but also you understand why it's happening because these people have to your knowledge they've kind of genocided you guys and because you don't know where any of the other people are so to your knowledge you're just you know chilling yeah but that um the polaris moment um she's serving the like and i look here i rarely use this but she is serving c-u-n-t in this yeah, yeah. um and we just <laughs> and i love that for her um the <laughs> Her declaring herself the new master of magnetism, I, 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 I live for it. I, I instantly loved her. Her new costume, her helmet, like her, her, even her whole demeanor. You can tell like she's embraced some of her father in a way that we haven't seen before. And we're gonna, I'm gonna enjoy seeing how she like comes out of this, like becoming this new person that she is. Like the fact that she went in saying, "I'm here to kill." Um, to to kill Doctor Stasis and Firestar, <laughs> and oh, and they and, had to and, stop her real quick. They had to be like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, we didn't tell you. Cool, Sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But... Bring that back. We're not killing Firestar. I forgot to tell you, she's a double agent. Oh, yes. she's like, oh, okay. Right, and then they bring they do the recall joke of uh of them saying Jean of uh, telling what Jean did. She said that's the most Jean thing I've ever heard. The yeah. same recall that Kate did when she found out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is a. I was like, I love that everybody just like, oh, that's so Jean that she would you know talk to someone right before she dies, and then you, <laughs> and then just you know to, it makes a mission out of off the fly. That's yeah. such a Jean great thing. Gina Lane, you rascal. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, the brood thing that that messed me up. I didn't yeah. know how to. I was yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't want to talk too much, but they brought yeah. they brought manifold back. Um, because like they, you know, they had to put him in yes. a, essentially in a coma so that he doesn't die between right. where they need him. Um. Also, there's a um there's a coloring problem um with Polaris actually. Uh, the colorist didn't know whether she's going shoulderless or not. So if you look in some of these pages, as I look at my book, <laughs> she, has a full, she has a full green costume, or yep. on some of the pages she has open shoulder. I yeah. love the I love the I open shoulder. I love the open shoulder. Yeah, the open shoulders are a moment, and I yeah. I, I want that for her. Yeah, I did. Um, Modoc. Oh yeah, go ahead. I was just uh, yeah. Say. Oh, yeah, I was Moda. I did like the I do like the Emma Frost moment. Emma Frost coordinating everything as always, you know. Yeah, and um and the the moment between uh Manifold and Loctuka. Yeah, um, when she like we find out like you know because we now we know that she's like the Omega version of him, and like it, it's it's a, it was a cool little moment where they like they said like if you weren't there if we didn't take you out. Then the world would have been er, er, like you know irrevocably changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a that was, I, I enjoyed every single moment of this one. I you can tell like I love that we're starting to see the seeds of what's been happening back in the background start to come to fruition. Like I'm ready to see what happens next week on the rise of Power of X. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm very excited for for what's to come there. Um. Let's let's hit the uh, <laughs> let's hit a uh, a DC title. Yeah, you got Stewart. something from DC that you uh, um, you liked? Yes, sir. Um, Sinister Sinister was pretty good. I mean, or, Sinister Sinister Lord, Sinister, Sinister Back to X Men. Wow, back it always <laughs> goes back. It always goes back to X Men, guys. <laughs> um, but the <laughs> Sinister Sons was um was a pretty unique. Sinister thing. Sons, yeah. Sinister more. Sons number one, starring yeah, Sinestro's son and. Also, uh, General Zod's son, who is right. Lorzod. Lorzod mm -hmm. is the son. I don't like them. Yeah. Oh no, not at all. But like, I, um, I don't know whether I even like this series. I, I don't know. Of. How do you? Yeah, feel? I feel the same exact way. Honestly, I, I like. I'm interested to see how they meet up and how this dynamic it comes together. Um, I like that both of them have this like kind of father issue that they're both kind of working out on different sides of the spectrum yeah. where, you know, one gets exiled and one hates his father while one is trying to find his father. It's a nice moment. Um, but yeah, I'm conflicted. I don't know where it's going to go. I, and I hate to say it like this. I don't know what's the point. I, I don't know. You know, like, yeah. I, I'm interested to see where, where this, you know, takes them and why this takes them like I, why sinestro i brought this you know? up i think on a tiktok where i was like is this gonna be good or is this like too little too late like it's sinister sons it's supposed to be like super sons where super we have damian exactly. wayne and jonathan kent as superboy right. and robin together right and this is supposed to be the evil version of that right and i'm glad mm -hmm. they didn't do the opposite where lex luther and joker let's just say right? i was just thinking that actually i'm I cool like... with it I'm, I'm i don't want that right but like so i am interested in this but here's the thing 
Jonathan isn't Superboy anymore. Like the kids of the Super Sons don't exist. Right. So these kids would have been cool to have at that time. I yeah. don't know whether I need this right now. Yeah, yeah, big facts. I I feel that because if they had done it like even a, a year or two after Super Sons um the series came out, then they could have they could have had something. They could have ran with it. But yeah, it's 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 kind of yeah. Like like my girl JoJo said, it's too little, too late. You know, I just uh, I don't know. I I'm, I'll see how the second issue goes. Yeah, yeah. I I, I want to give it a little chance because it could be one of those moments where like, yeah, it, it you don't know where it's gonna go, but once that moment hits, it could be like you know, oh, it all makes sense now. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I also look at these little kids, and I want to, I want to, I know they're evil and I or bad. And I, I want to, but I want to like them. But I think their hairstyles yeah. are getting in the way. I'll be honest. <laughs> yes. I, I, I hate, yes. I hate Lorzod's hair where it's oh shaved. God. It's like shaved yes. on the side, and then it has and like going the long down. hair. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, like, is it too much to have like just kind of a cute kid haircut, but right. still be evil? Like, yeah. I would have rather him have a bowl cut. Than that stupid thing because <laughs> yeah. the bowl cut would have looked dumb, but it would have looked like a child, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks like a moody, te- a moody teenager who said like, "Fuck it," halfway, and but he was like, yeah. "No, I want to keep this side and just have the bang." And so he had Why to like, he look like, like kind of bang on one side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Up. Yes. Why? Yeah, he gives that vibe very much so. Like, and... I don't, I don't want to see a kid with Skrillex's hair. I don't. Yeah. Then, also, by the way, Skrillex Luther. Shut up. I just wanted to. I just wanted to make that joke because it's, it's all Superman related. I hate how hard I laughed at that. <laughs> there was a. Also, Skrillex has double L's, which is a Superman thing. You know, where everybody has like double L's. There used mm. to be, there was an old joke back in like old DC comics where somebody wrote in, they, they said, hey, um, so there's Lois Lane and Lana Lang and Lex Luthor, you know, but like, what about Jimmy Olsen? There's no double L. And the joke was, it's James Bartholomew Olsen. So there's an L in Bartholomew and an L in Olsen. They're like, there's your double L's, you know? There's your double L, guys. I'll leave you alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i don't know how i feel about that title but you know it is what it is um tell me about red hood the hill number one um red hood the hill number one um i like it, it um the follow-up for it um you can i like how they're doing more of the they're showing the villain side of like him and his empire and then going to red hood um Look here, I don't know what it is about Red Hood, but Red Hood loves the sisters, and I kind of love that for him. Um, I, every time, yeah, every look, every time I have seen a Red Hood comic, he has some um, some black girl with him who he just is his best friend or his lover who he just like who holds him down, and I'm just like, I kind of love this for you, you know. I feel like I feel like at least one bat, bat fam, one person in the bat family needs a strong black woman on them to just to hold them down. Um, what I like about her is the fact is that she tells him like it is like she yeah. he's definitely one of those people who you can tell like you, you need somebody to be like hey chill out <laughs> and like she kind of sets him straight and like she's kind of his sidekick i think like she has her own like little moniker but i forgot what it is 
Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a cool little moment um of him getting his own little city. I'm um, going back to his old uh, his own city and is like just trying to. Is it a neighborhood or something or is it still it's, Gotham? It's, that I'm confused about. Um, <laughs> I think it's. I, I know it's. I feel like the they said the hill is its own city. That's all I know. But uh, it's an area. It's an area, but it's the most crime ridden. Oh, the hill is a neighborhood in Gotham near the docks. What? Okay. All right. I can. I can. I can kind of see it. I feel like, but I, I don't know why, because I feel like it was too light. <laughs> I, I don't know. I always picture Gotham dark, and <laughs> for some <Yeah>. reason. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a good little moment for um for him. I'm not really a big Jason Todd fan, but I'm trying to read more about him to to get what what the hype is. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's my least favorite um of all the Robins, I think. So you know, we're just we're just I... here. I don't know how I feel about Jason Todd. I like Jason Todd a lot. I think that like he could be a cool character. <clears throat> yes. He could be a cool character. They just got to decide on how, how to deal with him. I yes. don't think, and this is going to be contrary to what a lot of people think. I don't think that Jason should kill. The reason behind that is he. I think he needs his Bat family even mm-hmm. if his relationships are tenuous. Even yeah, if, for sure. Even if it's like, you know, he gets the invite to family reunions. He goes, right. and I, I think that he's a he's he's a hurt kid who wants to have fun with his brothers, but yeah. every so often something will remind him of of the trauma that he has. And oh he, yeah, he might leave the party early. He right, exactly. Jason Todd's the type of kid like he will go to the Wayne Man Manor. They'll be having fun. They'll be having dinner. Maybe they play some like board games, right? But right. something will come up, maybe with Bruce, maybe with something else, mm-hmm. maybe not even like a malicious thing against Jason. Maybe something he that just reminds, reminds Jason of, of like the life he didn't have. And yes. Jason's like, all right, I'm peacing out. I'm going home. And like, right. and they're like, no, we still got like a couple hours. It's only like <laughs> nine o'clock. And then it's like, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave, you know? So like, Jason, like, I, like, we need that give and take that like, yeah. That yeah, I think that if he kills people outright, the Bat Family doesn't. Yeah. Do him, right. That's that's the one thing I can say. Like I I like the that I've always I want to like Jason Todd because I like the concept of Jason Todd. Like yeah. you know, like he's the he's the you know the underdog. You know, you always want and but he's also the black the, the black sheep of the family, and you want to yeah. root for him. But at the same time, because he's been through so much stuff, and I and not in reading it, I start realizing like why him and Bruce clash so much is because he is kind of the most like him in certain aspects. Not like I'm talking about just personality, not not by detective or being a hero, but just off of my trauma it, it dictates how I move through everything. And you can kind of see both of them wear their trauma on their sleeves, and and both of them react in uh, to a lot of things uh, the same way. And I I like that Jason Todd kills be, um and does what needs to be done because he is the next step for um he's the next step of what Bruce could be or like you know of t- or tired of what Bruce is letting go. But yeah. I feel like it should only be one of those moments where it's only when he needs only when it's the only option. Yeah. I I do like the fact that you know he uh, back then he understood like he used to kill back a lot back then now he understands like you know life is precious in a certain extent just because you know it's not my justice doesn't mean that justice won't be taken yeah 
I think I think that there's definitely like gray area for how yeah. Bruce and Jason differ. I also think that Jason and Bruce come from a very similar set of trauma, right? But very Jason so. never had the privilege. Right. That's the thing that like almost like look, rich kids can have bad things that happen to them. At the end of the right. day though, they are rich. So it's it's a matter of like your parents die and you're rich or your parents die and you're poor. Nobody's right. going to want to be an, a poor orphan versus exactly poor. like exactly both sides. Horrible. You're both orphans. Sure. Right. But Jason had to live with his formative years as a exactly. poor, On the you know, a poor kid. And right. so, you know, there's that. But like also, I think that what differs is there'll be like some rando villain that'll be like, I'm going to put another villain in a death trap or an innocent in a death trap. And you have to choose mm -hmm. who to save. And Batman's like, I'm going to save both. Oh. And then, and then Jason, yeah. Jason's like, nah. I don't have time for this. I'm saving, right. the, I'm saving the good person. This guy can mm -hmm. die. Like I'm not killing him. I right. just, I'm, I'm focusing Allowing. on this. You know, right? Allowing actions to take its course, you know. <laughs> you know, and then and but like Bruce is the type of person who would blame Jason, being like, "You let him die," and it's like, no, he's just he's saving the one, he's saving them. He only can save right. one. He's not exactly. Batman. Batman tries to save both. Jason's like, "I can only save one." Okay, I'm gonna save who matters. Like you yeah. know, like yeah, like, and that's that's the he's the one he's I feel like the Bat family needs him because he's the one who does what needs to be done when it needs to be done. Yeah, so I feel like, yeah, he, him and Damien. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why, like, it would be cool to see those two hang out a, a little see, bit more. I know? want more of them. I want more of them hanging out because I feel like they will be the fun little, like, like the ones who are always arguing. But when, when stuff happens, like, they're always the ones who are, like, down for each other. I feel like they yeah. understand each other the most. I, I also think that, like, I like it when Dick and Damien hang out as sort of like a mm. Batman and Robin, yeah. Nightwing and Robin situation. Yeah. But I also think like Tim Drake hanging out with Dick and then Dick, Tim Drake yes. hanging out with Jason. I love them. Both of like Tim could work well with Jason, I think. Right. You yeah. Know? But I, I feel like Jason would have like a, a little bit of contention with him because he's the one who replaced him. Like, I feel like that's that's always been one of the things. Because even in Teen Titans, he, like, came back when he came back to life to and tried to ass. fight him. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. It, yeah. I, and I do want more Tim, uh, Dick and Tim. Like, they, I, yeah. I do love those moments because they, they're the only ones who, they're the ones who, like, really genuinely treat each other like brothers when they, like, have those panels. Yeah. But I, I think Dick and Tim and then Jason and Damien are too obvious yeah. of, too, they're too obvious. Yeah. Yeah, like very true. Sw switch it up. Give give Damien to uh to Dick, Tim. which we've seen before, and give true, Tim to Jason, actually. and like let them learn a little bit off each other. But, yeah, actually, you know, I, I um, that. that's I mean, yeah, that's the Red Hood, the Hill number one. I I I didn't get to read it. I do want to read it because right. I think this I could, like be, could be a good so hopping on point for for fans of Jason. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is a good little hopping on point for them. Um, they do like, of course, they talk about a little bit of a, you know, his um, 
recent um intent like you know conflict with um batman and how he's not really talking to him but like you know it's a it's a good little it's a good little moment to jump into and but i honestly feel like we need more comics of the brothers together you know i feel like we yeah need a, we need a moment yeah let let batman go missing for a, a, like a year or so and then you know just i mean i have my i i've talked about it previously it might have been before like you came on the show but basically mm-hmm. my idea for batman is you know, like a super a, a superhero only like passes on the mantle when they die or whether they get like right. hyper aged, kind of like how mm-hmm. Cap did. Like, yeah, nobody ever goes. I'm gonna give you my mantle just because. Right. I think Batman should, and yeah. and the reason is I think Batman should like my my. I don't need to go too much into it, but I think that Bruce Wayne should say, "Look, I'll suit up as Batman every so often, but I want to step back." And I want to yeah. have a have a life with Selena. I want to raise a kid, but right. still be Batman. But basically, instead of passing on the mantle, like a literal mantle, do a metaphorical, like, train his bat team to be yeah. better. But, like, it would be cool to see him, like, do team, like a team up with Tim, where they do detective right. stuff. But they, but like, and then him team up with Cassandra, and train each of his kids yes. to be the best kids they could be. I want right. him to be more of a father and step yes. down, step down just for the sake of time, not for the sake right. that like he can't handle it. And every so often, there's going to be a alien invasion where Bruce is going to suit up as Batman. <laughs> sure, right. But like, I want him to spend to realize that he could be a better Batman but, yeah. if he's a Batman through other people yes you know like a thousand times yes like i think that's the only way he gives up his his war against crime because it's not giving up a war against crime it's your war against crime is through your kids yeah but bruce i feel like is one of those people who i just like he like i feel like bruce is one of those people like i'm going to die before i stop doing this kind of thing and like i do want but get him therapy all right that part right you know like i don't know if you know like you know the type of person that's always like, hey, I can't be passenger seat of this car. Like, I always have to drive. Yeah. And I'll drive you. And yeah. they're not mean about yeah. it, right? But it's like, I just got to drive. I just always have to drive, right. right? I think a little therapy goes a long way with Bruce. Where it's like, <laughs> right. Bruce, you can still be Batman. You just can take the passenger seat every so often. Yeah. And trust yeah. trust that you have, you have trained your children to drive the yes. car. You know, very much true. I love that, and I, I think that's, that's the only I way you can get growth like from them. Yeah, and that's I think that's why I like the the Batman and Robin series that they're doing now because it's allowing him to be more of a father. Yeah, and we're getting to see like it's been a good balance of, um, a perfect balance actually of him being a superhero while also being a father and being a superhero father in the same aspect. Yeah. And like it's. That's why I, I I very much like it. Like where he's getting to actually sit there and be a dad, and kick ass. And like I we love to see that. Like of him just you know letting certain moments go and like just being. Yeah. And I, I would want that. That would make me like Batman more. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, what's up to modern Merlin out there? Uh, modern modern Merlin. Mo- not modern. Anyway, uh, what's up to mob modern Merlin out there on our Twitch? Um, 
we are talking about Batman and Robin number six, uh, which uh, Aaron, you said you read only just like half of it. Yeah, I read. Um, I think I read up to like page eleven, but it's good. Um, we're finding out like who. Um, we're starting to get a little bit of who Shush is. Um, yeah. of course, which we, which we also like. I already felt like I already knew who it was. Like, um, yeah. we already find out that she's the old teacher of Damien and everything. Yeah. Um, you think it's I the principal actually, though. Low key, yeah, very much so. I think it's yeah. too obvious. I think there's gonna be something else. I think there's That's, something else. I thought that, but then I was like, every time she like interacts with him, I'm like, fuck, this is yeah. um no, there was a mo um, I believe in the last issue, um, they um talk about how he remind um he remembers that she's the um that Shush was the the instructor. And I'm like, I don't know, like the way that they're talking, even like the way she looks, I'm like, she looks a lot like um sh like her his instructor. And I'm like, yeah. if that's the case. Here, here's the thing also. Do you ever watch Mystery of the Batwoman? Yeah. Like the, 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 the Batman animated mm -hmm. uh, movie. A lot of people didn't like it, but like I really like the twist. I, I really oh. and I wish that twist would be used more often. You know what I mean? Like Wait, the, twist, twist? the twist that it's not just the whole movie you're watching it being like, who is Batwoman? Could be one and it's been two, yeah, and it's all three of them. I love you know? that, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I like this idea. Like, it would be cool if Shush was a couple of people more than together. yeah, actually, that would be you dope. Know? Yeah, they should do that a lot more. Yeah, I feel like they we we miss opportunities like that because yeah, I do like a, a alternating moment where you like you think it's this person, but no, but wait, it's also this person. But wait, yeah. you you thought <laughs> yeah, um. But yeah, I mean, um, uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't read this, this issue, but I think they're leading us down a path where it's, it's a, it's a red herring, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, and the art in it is just gorgeous. God. Yeah. Uh, have you read any of the gang war stuff from this week? I have not. Okay. I, I'm going to touch on it real quick if you want. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Get into it. I want to so, know. So, there's three gang war issues that came out this week. Two of them come uh, come out before. So, uh, Deadly Hands of Kung Fu number three finishes off. It, it was just a three issue miniseries, and it finishes off and leads into Amazing Spider-Man forty three, and then Miles Morales sixteen also leads in to Amazing Spider-Man forty three. So, just really quick, Deadly Hands of Kung Fu uh, number three is Shang Chi's three-issue miniseries where he's trying to do everything, essentially run the weapon society. I forget what they're called, uh, but like they're bad, quote unquote. And he's trying mm -hmm. to get his rings back. So he's trying to lead a bad organization while still being good. And then also making sure that people don't get hurt. So right. it kind of all ends here. He gets the rings back and then it leads into Amazing Spider-Man 43. Then we have Miles Morales... Spider-Man 16, where Miles is beating up Hobgoblin, and then there's also that other girl. I forget her name. I think it's, like, Rabble or something like that. But, like, she has, like, this, this like, mech suit kind of thing. Um, like, Iron Man armor. And mm -hmm. I, I can't tell you much about her, honestly. She hasn't really made a, much of an impact for me. Um, but, like, at the end, like, Hobgoblin's, like, bombs go off and, like, I guess he's dead. But he's not. And you know it. And, like... <laughs> right. Um, Is he Genki? No. No. Okay. No, no, no. Gen Genki's not 
not um not Genki. Um the the one that he's based off in the comics. Um well oh, yeah, Genki, that's Genki, his name. No, that's Genki yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. the comic character, and then right. Ned is the movie that's character. His name. I but Ned, who is Hobgoblin. No, it's not so Ned leads was never he was framed for being hobgoblin. He was never technically oh, hobgoblin. Okay. So like okay. there's that whole thing. I don't know. It gets really confusing. Um, because I think what was confusing is for a time in the 90s, there was like seven Spider-Man books going on at once. Yeah. Like, so everybody had they had to like figure it out. Um there, yeah, there it was anyway. So Miles Miles Morales, this um Cody Ziggler is a really good writer. He writes he Miles really well. And so this issue, you get like some really good scenes with Miles. But at the same time, it's just leading you into Amazing Spider-Man 43. And <laughs> that is... It, the, the art is not that great, but uh, there's some weird art. Like, there's some weird moments in the art in this where, like, Electra, Like, Spider-Woman is flying with Electra, but they're like... It's weird. I don't know. It's hard to <laughs> hard to say. Anyway, I, mean, uh, I think it's it's not too bad this story, this gang war story, but um we'll see how it ends. Yeah. Yeah, I, um Spider-Man's little arcs, story arcs have been hit or miss for um these for the past like year or so. I mean, I think it's getting better. I like gang war, but I'm hoping something good comes out of it. Good. You know? Okay. I that's good. I I want to like Gang War. I I want to read it. I just don't know where to begin on it because I was like I want to read the. I definitely want to read Luke Cage's um little series because I'm like I feel like he mm. should have definitely had one before. So I'm, yeah. I I want to see what that goes. Yeah. Uh, there should be a reading list at the at the back of the yeah. issue. So like you kind of have to like okay. go through it. Um. But yeah. So so that's that. I do want to bring up um, Action Comics 1062. Oh, yeah. Um, did you read this one? Um, I haven't. I'm behind on my action comics. Okay. I need to I think I'm like a few issues behind. I need to um so I, need I think to this is Jason it. Aaron. I love it. Um yeah. oh so yeah. Mm -hmm. Jason Aaron's I think started on ten sixty one. Either ten sixty one or ten sixty. Either the, the start of this bizarro arc. Yeah. Um and it started off not very interesting to me. Mm. But this issue is very interesting. Like, basically, this bizarro sort of virus spreads around the world. And, like, it gets out of hand. It, like, they try to contain it to Metropolis, mm -hmm. but, like, everything is backwards. And so, but they, they deal with it that it's, like, morbidly backwards. Like, it's not fun. It's, it's like, firemen starting fires and people who, who love their dog kick their dog. Like, little, like, like whatever oh. they also mention and this is wild i don't i don't I haven't seen anyone talk about it superman says that in the maternity ward oh god i just got scared okay go ahead they, he doesn't say exactly what but he says like like he says something was happening in the maternity ward that scared him and he had to stop it I think it's they were trying to put the babies back in the mud. <laughs> I can see it. I can definitely see it. So like, oh. yeah. Uh, oh god. <laughs> I can definitely see the. It's a bizarre. It's a bizarre world. Yeah, yeah that would be it. And or they're unaliving the babies. 
Oh yeah. I think it's your brain built to life. You must. I mean, it yeah. Kind of in a it way. depends on how you want to take it. Do you want to take yeah. it? The more, you know which way. But I think it was them. The first thing that popped in my mind was they were putting the babies back in the mums. Yeah, they like or trying to them. until he stopped. <laughs> that would have been. F- <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm he does just... well. There's this point in in the beginning of this issue where you think that all these bad things are going to happen, but then he just goes really fast stops the guy from jumping off the bridge stops the oh the school bus driver is trying to run over kids and so like so like superman stops that right like this is all bizarro you want to know the end though this it's really cool what okay so the end of this issue uh, this is you know this is a spoiler basically superman is like i have to assume that the whole world has been taken over so I'm going to find the one man who can help me. Bizarro Joker. The most sane man in the world. Bizarro. I'm about to say, I'm going to say technically, if it's a bizarro. Oh my God. So, so he goes to Joker to work with him because he's the most sane man in the world. I need to hurry up and catch up on action comics. Yeah, it's it, it, like this issue really made this story like work because there's also like this interplay with like Bizarro Lois hating Superman and like everybody hates Superman and it kind of breaks his heart because he doesn't know how to fix it because it's magic based. Yeah. Like because of like two issues ago or whatever the first issue is, I think it was 1060 then. So like, it was Bizarro doing magic-based stuff, and like that's what started this problem. So, mm. um, I don't know. It was uh, it was it was pretty okay. cool. I'll say that like, it it brought me back. You know, it took me. You know, reeled me back in. Yeah, yeah. These action comics, they've been. Yeah, the Super Family has. I'm 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 invested in the Super Family. I never would have thought I would have said that in my in my life. So yeah. I'm. I'm happy to see where they go with this, um, where they go with the family and like how they bring up Metropolis. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, I used to think that Superman was boring, but also very I was much a kid. So. I was a kid and I didn't yeah. like, like well, maybe me as a kid uh, that's, but uh, that being said, I did like Superman, the animated series. Like that was my primo Superman. Yeah. You know, yeah, so, that, you know, it is what it is. Um, for the sake of time, let's go through everything else. Uh, what do you think of Wolverine forty three? Pretty dope. Um, I I can't. The Council of Sabretooths are unraveling. I can't yeah. wait to see how that goes, especially when they they have to get when they're talking about Great and Creed. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to see how oh. that turns out. Um, but the whole um, the I do I I want to see laura and um and the savage Sabretooth really go at it like yeah. i, I want to because I, I know she's gonna i want a fair up. fight between the two of them yes yes you know? exactly by the and, way like, it I is gross cover. it was gross she ripped off laura's jaw jaw come on right Bro, it's messed I up was, man i was a guess like yeah. it, but i did like that they brought back the exiles um the ones yeah. who were um put in the pit from anchor Cole in the beginning yeah i was waiting for them to come back. I love. I I'm a big fan of Oye. Like Oye is one of my favorite like C list X Men characters. Yeah. And like she's she for those who don't who watch here My Hero Academia, she's Todoroki, an African Todoroki. Like, what does Todoroki do? 
Um, so he um he has powers of fire and ice. Like oh, same as her. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like I, I like her that she turns fire into ice and ice into fire. It's it's a dope little um moment for but um yeah, they're all like about to go um hunting Sabretooth. And I love Third Eye. I, I don't know what it is about um the the black telepath mm, uh third yeah. eye who's also a, a mage who also mm. does magic as well. Like we we I've I don't think we've ever had like a, a male black telepath. We've never had a black male telepath. We've only had like one black telepath, and that was Astrid, <laughs> just for Astrid Bloom, guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I do like him. Like he's um, you can say he has like this little like Confucius meets Shaq moment <laughs> a few times. <laughs> um, I, I didn't yeah, notice I'm, that. Okay, I'm, all right. Yeah, yeah, like if you read the Sabretooth and the Exiles, um, yeah. he has like little like he's very he he says like very wise stuff, but then he's like, yeah, <laughs> like <I don't> know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with the um the multiversal thing with Sabretooth because yeah. here's he's the thing monster. though, the thing in this book is they're showing flashbacks with I think Sabretooth narrating the flashbacks. Yes. And- I don't know what they're planning on doing with Sabretooth. I have a theory. I think they're going to make him good. Hmm. I, I I feel like they might they might try something like that. They're going completely like he is ripping people apart like everything. Yeah. Like you can't go anywhere from here. You're going to you have Sabretooth right. just killing a bunch of people. Cool. What's yeah. going to happen next? He kills more people or he kills less people? Like what do you So <laughs> Exactly. They're mentioning that, like, they were good together. Like, they worked and they did missions together. So maybe he's not going to be a good guy, per se. But maybe something's going to happen here where he's going to have this, like, existential moment where he's like, I want to be your brother. Right. You know? I know they're not, they're not, they're not blood brothers. um, Yeah. But, like, still, I'm I'm sure, like, he might be like, I want to work with you again. Like... Yeah, like these things that I've been chasing, this bloodlust. Right. Maybe I don't need that anymore. I don't know whether I want that. I'm just saying yeah. that, like, it seems like after this, they're gonna go in a new direction for Sabretooth. Yeah. Either he will die and stay dead for a good amount of time, or right. maybe he has a purpose to stay alive. I'm not quite sure. I that's yeah, that's my thing as well because I don't know where they're gonna go with this. I do like how they you know start like they do like put a little bit more into like why he hates wolverine so much is because he basically acts like he because i mean let's be he's the other side of the coin he's the other side of the coin for him he sees him like you know doing all this good stuff and all this whatever and when he's like um then why isn't he happy why isn't he whatever and you know you kind of like can tell like he just he's doing this it's kind of a a self-hate kind of thing as well but also, yeah. like, you, he feels like you lost his best friend because his best friend wants to do, like, doesn't want to do what you want to do anymore. But, like, you know, that's also what part of growth is. Like, yeah, like, they were very similar back then. But, you know, he, ex- Wolverine, unlike Sabretooth, has grown up and, you know, yeah. has done some growing. And I, yeah. I do like, I want to see where they go with it. I mean, I definitely thought that they were going to do the oh, I've been good, I was good, and I did this, the good thing for you. Um, I thought they were going to do the little switch on him on Silvertooth and the Exiles because that would have been a perfect time for us, for him to do it, especially at, because, you know, he kind of went into to the, um, to the pit for Krakoa. Like, he kind of did what y'all wanted, and y'all just said, 
oh, we're going to make this rule all of a sudden and you're going to be the one to that we punish it. So, like, you understood, like, why then? But now it's just like, you're just killing people. And, like, you're, you're throwing a tantrum, like, basically. Yeah. And, like, you're kind of just, like, shitting the bed. And now at the end of it, you want him to... Because it kind of feels like you would just want him to go back. You guys want to go back to... You want to go back to what it used to be, like the best team. Because he was like, um, that was um, that was when I was the most one myself. And you can see that he wants to relive those moments. And like you can see even in the like the thought bubbles, that's when I started realizing it was him because it was like, oh yeah, you're just you're trying to bring back or relive a moment with these other yeah. saber tooths that you're um that you didn't that you're missing out with them. Yeah. So I can't. I, I want to see where they go with that. Um, and see how they reconcile all of this with him. Because I feel like the only yeah. way they can do is if he dies. He has to die, like, right? Yeah. Keep in mind, this is also, like, they brought Omega Red and made him a good member of X-Force. Like, Facts. So they could do that with Sabretooth, I guess. Or maybe Sabretooth is realizing that he could have had a family. Like, he could have, yeah. like, like, it's all his fault. He just could have. though. You know? At so, every turn, you chose to be... You the dick <laughs> right right um like. yeah r- real quick uh uh we gotta yeah. we gotta hit a couple others did you do super oh, yeah. superior spider-man number four no i didn't get to read that one okay uh that one's okay i mean it's cool like superior spider-man um oh peter gets a one up on, uh what's up did he did he turn into spider-man yet no so they they purchased <sighs> him. no 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 but i think it was for a reason i think they stopped it basically Otto essentially, like, Peter beats Otto, and Otto has to say, you were the superior Spider-Man. Like, I'm not the superior Spider-Man, you are. And Peter's like, okay, we're gonna work together. So let's go save, let's go save Anna, uh, what, what, whatever, Anna, uh, Um, Cortez? Otto, no, Otto Octavius' love interest. Um, Okay, okay. And, I forget what her name is, but yes, so. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, then we got Batman 143, which I only read half of it. There's a couple of storylines that are going on with this Joker year one, where it's like past, present, and future. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it's it's okay. Um, and then I guess the last book that I read is Blade number eight. And Blade, Mm. (laughs) Blade continues to be such a good series. Gosh, okay. I keep saying I'm gonna read it, and then I end up doing something else. Blade. I mean, Blade but, is. This has been a consistent run. It's eight issues yeah, in. I've heard like, only great things about it, like consistently, and it, I've never heard like a. It's been a flop or anything like yeah. the the way that people have been talking about it, like him being the sheriff of vampires and whatnot. It, it sounds like it's a move for him, and I, I kind of am interested. I just am not a vampire comic reader but I'm, I'm gonna give him a try i mean blade's different though right like this isn't Facts. twilight here this isn't <laughs> this Facts. is blade blade yeah. and vampire is totally different you know Touché. all right all right like i'm not a vampire fan i don't really like i'll watch some vampire stuff but like yeah, i'm not I love, a real big like, vampire, vampire show yeah you know but like blade mm-hmm. anything blade yeah i'm 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 down for it. Okay, yeah. I did like him in the Avengers. Like the fact that he he made I liked him in an Avenger. I was like, okay, that's yeah, that's wild. Yeah, um, I think that's pretty much it. That's all the comics that we read this week, which is a lot, uh-huh. and it's just me and you. Yeah. So you know, thank you for right. thank you for reading a ton. 
what? Yeah, of course. Look here. As soon as you told me, I was like, okay, let me just, you know, get, let me just knock a few of these out real quick. Yeah. And um, I appreciate it because um, I definitely, uh, I definitely thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it's the opposite of like. I don't know if you've ever worked at like a bar or restaurant where it's like, hey, we need you to come in. Like we we, we are swamped and whatever. Yeah. And then and then you're like, I'm 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 drunk. Like I can't. I'm, I, this is my, <laughs> yeah, day, yeah, this is my yeah. day off. I've been drinking. And they're like, no, 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 just just sober up and come down. So like you're that sobering up. Except in this case, I'm like I'm like Aaron, can you do the show today? Okay, <laughs> you're gonna need to drink some more. You know? Right. Right, like, I, I know you binge, just drank. Binge even but... more comics <laughs> to be on this show today. So thank you, Aaron, uh, for, for coming on this. Uh, really quick, Aaron, where can people find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Oh, yeah, of course, guys. Uh, so as always, you can catch me at on TikTok, Twitter, and Discord at, at King, at King Krakoa. Um, you can also catch uh, my podcast with my homie, Antonio, um, at Live, Live Friends Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the things, guys. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Um, for anyone out there who is watching, you're uh, watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show, or you listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We are all over the place. Digest the Keeg and our multiple podcasts wherever, however you guys want. But just make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, follow, write a review. Let us know you're out there. Let us know that you're watching and or listening, you know, that, I mean, that's, that's really all it is. And if you want to give back monetarily, we got a Patreon at patreon.com slash the Keeg show. Uh, and then we got our, all our, uh, our Instagram and our TikTok at the Keeg show. Uh, we're all over social media. So at the Keeg show slash the Keeg show, pretty much wherever you got social media, find us. Cause we are there. Um, <laughs> this is comic talk. This is the show brought to you by the Keeg, uh, where we, go over all the comics that we read this week. This is a weekly show. Um, we will be taking a couple weeks off in a couple weeks. I think we have next week and then we take two weeks off. So, um, but it is every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash the Keeg show. We also got the Keeg talks uh, every weekend or so, every week uh, where we're talking about a different topic. Upcoming one this Sunday uh, is Madam Web. I'm going to go see Madam Web tonight. It's going to be I awful, but I am going to see it. And so we're going to be talking about it uh, uh, coming up. So definitely stay uh, uh, stay tuned for that. I was also on a podcast recently called Two Filthy Casuals, um, where uh, myself and the two hosts of that, uh, we talked about X-Men Days of Future Past. So, you know, um, definitely stay tuned for that. I'll, I'll release all the information. I'm going to be having them on the key talks for Madam Web this Sunday, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. So, you know, definitely stay tuned for that. And then we got State of X, uh, I think on like March 9th or something. I don't know. It's a lot, a lot going on. Definitely stay tuned. TikTok and Instagram, easiest ways to stay in touch. That's pretty much it. Uh, uh, thank you to Modern Merlin out there on Twitch. Uh, thank you to anybody out there watching and or listening. Thank you to Aaron for coming on the show. Um, everybody out there, like, comment, subscribe, do your thing. Once again, I'm your host, Demetri Pereira, and this has been another episode of Comic Talk uh, for the week of February 15th, 2024. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
king.